Welcome in. Welcome in, everybody. This is Baxter Street Boys. I'm your host, Cole Wilcox, joined as always by co-host Jake Gordon and producer Griffin Rudy. Uh, this week is a special week because it's official. Dylan Rayella is a dog. Uh, we're going to talk about the implications of that, how big they can be. Um, we also have some beef on Twitter with another podcast from a, from a certain brand. Um, we're going to get all into that. A lot of people don't know where this beef started from. We're going to go through the whole thing. Everybody loves a good beef sesh. That's what we got coming up. Um, and obviously, we're going to get our tier maker going. We got the best bars in Athens. We're going to tear them up. Uh, so it's going to be a good one. It's going to be a really good one. So glad y'all are joining in. Hope everybody's having a good week. Let's make it happen. Alistair down the left field line. To have come in the paint. Aquendo. Is one to right field and he knows it. A grand slam. We just stepped on their face with a hobnailed boot and broke their nose. We just crushed their face. Front, snap, hold, kick. <laughs> no! <laughs> no! <laughs> By the defense, 40, 30, they won't catch him. Go, Swift, into the end zone, touchdown! The freshman just ran it back to Philadelphia. Throws near sideline, and it's intercepted. Intercepted, Keely Ringo at the 21. Off he goes, 40, 50, 45, 40, 35, 30, near sideline, breaks the tackle, 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, 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 Georgia. I know I'm asking a lot, you guys, but hunker it down one more time. I can't wait. Afraid Corey, I'm Go afraid Corey is not long for the B-roll, man. Dude, that's, yeah. that's, that's exactly what I was about to say. I can't wait till we can replace that video with some absolute thrilling. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta switch calls. that up. Uh, he was just, he was just. That was just one of the basketball plays I found. On Twitter. Yeah. May have been the only one. Just sick dunk. <laughs> it was a sick dunk. It was a sick dunk. Oh, boys, how we doing? How we living? Doing good. I graduated on Saturday. I'm yeah. glad it's over because I hate graduation. Thank you. Thank you. Graduation. It's, it's, for, it's, for, it's for everybody else, man. It's not for me. It's it's not for it's not for you if you are graduating. It's for your parents yeah. and like the people around you. Like the people want to show up and take pictures and stuff. Hey, mail me my degree in the mail. Yeah, graduate with it, but you know, you know, yeah, you gotta I, you gotta make everybody else happy. I had fun for about two and a half minutes of graduation. Uh, they showed a cool video, and then like at one point, somebody came up there and started talking, and they were kind of hyping me up a little bit. And, you know, ended with, like, the never bark alone thing. And I was kind of like, all right, that's kind of hard. Like, I'm down with that. But the other crap, I was just (laughs) – See, mine wasn't at the Steg. Mine wasn't at the Steg because the roof caved in. So, I had to do it at, like, the the Classic Center. It was was bad. Wasn't a fan. Yeah. Well, you're officially out in the real world. Uh, Griffin's a graduate as well. One day I might get there. Um, still, Still about two years away from a degree. So, (laughs) <laughs> so we'll work towards that when the opportunity comes. But uh, yeah, Jake, Jake's a lawyer. Um, almost. Yeah, almost. Still got the bar in July, but uh, you know we're taking it one day at a time. Yeah, that, that's a big hurdle, I guess. That is a big hurdle. Well, boys, he's here. He's here and he's beautiful. <laughs> Dylan Rayola is a dog. Um, it's kind of been like the worst kept secret in the world for like the last yeah month, I guess. But uh. <laughs> The Dan Orvlosky tweet was was an all time thing. 
<laughs> I was going to say, I, I kind of thought it was lame. I feel like he kind of ruined it for him. He, he 100% ruined it. But that's like – that's Dan Orgoski to a T, I feel like. Like, he's a yeah. very nice guy. So it feels like like he means really, really no well. No social skills. No. But he's just, like, clueless what's going on around him. The fact that he tweeted out, like – I forget what the actual tweet was – that, that he then deleted or edited. He edited it. Yeah, Little did he know you could click on it and see what he edited out of it. So you could see that he said like something about Rayola specifically. But then he just edited out to where it said, her George is getting some good news soon. It was like, ah, everybody's like, oh, I wonder what that is. And, yeah, and at the end, he was still like big time quarterback coming to the dog. It's like, all right, man, like, uh, <laughs> we still know what you're talking about. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I used to him. hate Dan Orvlosky. Because he used to have some horrendous takes. I think he's. I think he's just harmless. He's just. And he's still might, but I just. I, I kind of like him now. He's just. No, he's, he's good at what he does. But yeah, he he does do stuff like that, which is what makes him funny. Um, but anyway, we have Rayola. Um, instant reactions. What do we got? I'm excited, man. I I don't know who he's going to bring with him. I'm usually not big into recruits, but it's always uh, you know, may have may have. Missed on Arch Manning last cycle. I've heard that, uh, you know, a lot of people think Rayo is better. I'm not going to pretend like I grind high school tape because I certainly do not. Uh, I just kind of go off what other people tell me. But, yeah, I'm excited for the kid. I've heard he can make a lot of throws, a lot of sidearm, off-platform stuff. And uh, he's a playmaker. And uh, it'll be interesting to see how quick he can uh, compete if he signs. We've still got a long way to go until signing day. But he feels like a guy who's going to stick for the long run. To, to me, and this may be, you know, a casual take, but to me, he just – he looks like a good quarterback. <laughs> he he so? has He has the look. I, I don't know what he's a good-looking guy? No, no, no. That's not what I'm saying at all. Um, oh, you're saying he's ugly. No. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are crazy. Uh, but you know, he just has the look of a, of, a, of a solid QB, just a star, you know. And I think that's what he's going to come in and be. And in the midst of a Georgia five, Pete, um, you know, we're just going to just keep winning. Like, I don't – who's going to beat us? Yeah, I, I love I, the Nebraska tears. They're like, you could have come here and turned this yeah. program around. <laughs> like, no, you wouldn't have. You guys wants to do that? Who wants, to, who wants to be the savior of Nebraska? Literally no one on earth ever. Well, like, what, do you got, what do you guys think these kids think about? Like, I know you live in Nebraska, so you're probably not around a lot of high school recruits. Do you think these guys, like, are like – do you think they want to go to the NFL, the NFL or, you know, or do they want to be like, you know, I take a lot of pride in, you know, resurrecting a program? <laughs> yeah, no. I love how people – a freaking storybook. Like, I love how <laughs> people went from, like, you know, like, y'all aren't going to get him to, like <laughs> – He's not even going to be good. Like we've seen what Kirby does with quarterbacks. Like right. yeah, I mean, that was the best, dude. <laughs> that was the best coming out of it. Like all oh, all those five stars developed there. Well, I mean, how many of them started? All three of them started NFL games. Like you know, it ain't like they just freaking fizzled out and weren't developed at all. Um, and Jake Fromm was not a five star quarterback. Like I think in the final final rankings, he ended up being a five star on maybe like one of that, them that always boosts Georgia players. Um, but listen, I'm fired up about Rayola. Like I think this is probably the most excited I've been since the Fields commitment. Um, there's like quarterback, you know, quarterback commitments are always a lot bigger. Everybody knows who they are. They're the stars of the recruiting class. You know, we had the East, and I remember sitting in the lunchroom at Heritage High School when. Kirby came on and we kept easing still. Like it was still up in the air, like us or Florida. Us or Florida was always big time. 
He stuck with us. I'm fired up. Um, and then obviously Fields, I kind of felt good about that one. This one is is the best one because you lose Monk and you wonder like, all right, what what does that mean? We're, we're in the race for this guy who I've been hearing. You mentioned Arch Manning. We're in on Arch Manning, but I kept hearing like from people I trust behind the scenes like, yeah, I, Arch Manning is the man. Like he's the real deal. But there's a guy behind him that is, he's the real real deal. He's the truth. But he's committed to Ohio State at the time, so I didn't really think much about it. And so now that we have him, like, it just feels it feels monumental because I tweeted out today, and some I got some pushback. I knew I would. I knew I did when I tweeted it, but it was. We've had back-to-back championships. We've had really, really good players. We've had superstars. But we haven't had the Joe Burrow. Like, we haven't had the Cam Newton. We haven't had the guys that are, like, front, you know, always being talked about on ESPN. You know, Joe Burrow smoking the cigar video. You know, you had Cam Newton Newton flooding the the news stations. You had Johnny Manziel plastered everywhere. Reggie Bush walking the red carpet in L.A. Like, those were superstars. Even Mark Ingram at Alabama was a superstar. Like, he was the face of college football. Stetson Bennett was never the face of college football. Should he have been? Yes, he should have been. But he was Last never going to be. And you yeah. mentioned the look, Griff. The look has a lot to do with it. Like, like Stetson was, was a little guy. He, he's not like the big star superhero-looking dude. Rayola has a chance to be that. He, had, he's, he could be, you know, if Kirby rips off one of these just – Nick Saban runs, you know, seven or eight titles. Like, Dylan Rayola could be the face of that. You know, like, when you look back 20 years from now, like, you'll think, like, Dylan Rayola. Kind of like when you look back on Bama, you think Mark Ingram, you think Derrick Henry, you know, over the years. You think dominant defenses. That's what you could think about, in my opinion. That's what I'm seeing in the future. You look back, you know, telling your grandkids, oh, when I was younger, Georgia just dominated. You know, we had Dylan Rayola. We had some of the best defenses ever. Like, that's what I think this guy could do. Yeah, I'm excited to see who he brings with him, too, because that's another thing about landing one of these big-time quarterbacks is they hang out with these guys, they throw with these guys, and there's plenty of these receivers that say, I want to play with this guy. I don't care where he goes. I'm going with him. So that's going to be exciting to see, too. Yeah, and that's the way that it's different. You mentioned this, Jake, like there's a long time from signing Beard, and there is. But a lot has changed in the recruiting world where NIL and stuff like that, you have have these guys committing a lot earlier, like – Everybody's like, oh, well, it's only June, you know. We already have 11, 12 guys committed. Like, it ain't like the class is just getting started. Like, we're halfway there. Um, it's not like it used to be where Tennessee was always number one in the country under Jeremy Pruitt in July, and they act like they already had the recruiting, you know, filled out when nobody else had theirs completed. Commits are committing earlier. So getting a quarterback like Rayola in, like you said, is huge because Griffin now has the top players in the country pulled up. Um, and just looking at who Rayola could bring with them, Jeremiah Smith is on a visit this week. Um, he's already mentioned how much he, he likes Rayola. They have a good relationship. He's already said he's, you know, factoring Georgia in. Um, and then you have Ellis Robinson already committed, number four. Sammy Brown's at the workout with Dylan Rayola. Linebacker to Jefferson, number five. He's, that's close by Athens, too. Wants to stay yes. home? Yes. He's a, he's a big-time dude. Um, Ryan Wingo, he was already kind of like a package deal with Rayella wherever he goes, number seven, Sec- the best or the second best receiver in the country. Um, keep going down, Griff. Cam Coleman out of Colquitt County is another one. <clears throat> KJ Bolden was on a visit this weekend. Eleven, a, a safety from Buford. Like he has the ability to impact some of these top top guys. And for those of y'all pay attention to recruiting that much, 
this has a chance to be potentially like one of the best classes of all time. And having Riel at the front and center, that is, it makes a huge difference. Mike Matthews, I've heard he's, he's in the mix. Yeah, wow. yeah it's, it's definitely exciting. And, you know, it's, it's like a rich get richer type situation where they were already recruiting really well without that, you know, typical home run quarterback commit, you know. Right. Now look while at him. It's, it's, it's fun. While we're looking at this, too, just to all the Bama fans out there, you know, Julian saying here, a lot of people have been saying that, you know, they got him from us or whatever, that, you know, whatever. We didn't want him, guys. We didn't. Kirby's playing chess. Yeah, man. Like I, I, I'm super excited about it. Like I, I've been on this kid for a long time. Um, I, I think he's special. I think he's he's got all the talent in the world. And like I said, I got I got big plans for him. I got big plans for him. He, he, I think he's gonna be one of the faces of the program. I love the I love the tie to Matthew Stafford. Like it it just seems like it all works out. Um, and, and a lot of people, I heard a lot of people, why would Kirby's hire Bubba Rouse start? Like, anybody who wants this job, blah, blah, blah. Well, I think y'all now know why he did that. Number one, he trusts him. He's one of his best friends, and he had Rayola in the back. That's enough to keep an OC right there, in my opinion. So, you get Rayola, you let the pieces fall into place. That's exactly what Kirby yeah. did because he's the king. Yeah, and another thing, too, this is kind of – Kind of on topic. Uh, I, I do like early signing day now because guys can get on campus for like bowl practice and stuff like that, and kind of you know get into the system earlier. But yeah, I really miss the old signing day, man. I used it, to, it I used to, I used to, I used to skip school just to watch it. It was so much fun. Uh, but that's just cool. the thing of the past. It was now. constant. It was constant. Which it was cool not- when everyone was committing on the same day. Now it's kind of split and like diluted a little bit. Yeah, but I would still say eighty percent of the people that are on that are on early signing day now. So. Yeah, especially like you know, you talk about guys committing earlier too, like Georgia. Like Georgia, you better you better say you want your spot because it's probably not going to be held for you. Right. I think I think kids are getting more talented too. We're seeing more and more really good players each year, and like at a place like this, you can't afford to say, "Well, I'm gonna wait till March first or you know March fifteenth, whenever it is." And you know, Annie Brooks was talking about this, like. Remember what Richard LeCount did for that 2017 class? Like he was kind of the face. He's recruiting everyone. Like he was outward about, you know, come to Georgia. We ain't done yet. They're making the videos. I've heard Rayola is is LeCount plus some right now with all these guys. I mean, he's laying it down for them. He, he's letting them know, I think in Brooks's words, it was, here's why you should come here. And if you don't come here, here's why you don't want to play us. So <laughs> pretty good recruiting pitch. Uh, I'm excited to see who he brings in. It's going to be special for sure. Um, and like I said on Twitter, you better get us this year. Is all I'm going to say. It might be impossible. I don't know yet. This <laughs> might don't. be the most. This might be the most unknown team we have going into Listen, the season. So you better I've get us now. I've been waiting to talk about this Dylan Rayola stuff <laughs> because, like, what you just said. Like, if they don't get us this year, when are they going to? I don't know, Chris. Because I mean, I don't know. Well, it's just a shame that they're going to have to play us in such a quiet stadium, you know? Yeah. Good segue. It's a bad atmosphere. <laughs> all these recruits, must, all these recruits must really – they must really be putting that to the right. side, you know? Exactly. <laughs> so, if, if you've not been under a rock, if you have Twitter, if you're watching the show, you probably do have Twitter. Um, 
But if you don't, we, uh, we're in the midst of a battle on Twitter. Sanford Stadium has been disrespected again. Um, and it's from our friends over at Unnecessary Roughness, a Barstool podcast, where they're fun podcasts to listen to. Um, if just for entertainment Yeah, Jack Max, purposes, my God. Love Jack Max. For entertainment purposes, because they're very entertaining and they say what they mean. If you're looking for, like, real football knowledge, like, that's not where you go. Head like, over to Josh Pate. <laughs> yeah, like, go somewhere else. If you just want to be entertained, you know, talk about football, guys who actually like the sport and, and girls, guys and girls who like the sport but don't know a whole lot about it, that's unnecessary roughness. Um, they're a little more biased, too. I mean, they're kind of like us, except they're biased I, towards, like, four or five different teams. <laughs> I appreciate that sometimes, a little bias. Like, it's kind of yeah. fun. You know, yeah. it's not fun to always listen to just unbiased, like, serious. That's a, yeah, that's not the root of this issue, though. Regardless, regardless is they're not, like, extremely knowledgeable. And they haven't been to Sanford Stadium since, who knows, if they've ever been. They may have never ever I remember been. Brandon yeah. Walker, the last time he went, I know for a fact, was when we played Mississippi State and opened up with the Flea Flea. Yeah, all right, yeah, different, times. different times. So, they, they go on and they tweet at us, you know, what, a week ago? They say, hey, Georgia fans, where's that video that y'all had of, of the Tennessee game and, and Casey's in it, one of their podcast people? And so we put it in the comments. Like, oh, here it is. It was awesome. Keep in mind, keep in mind, it was like seven or eight people picking Tennessee, talking about how good Tennessee is, and then leads right into the video of us just beating the crap out of them. Like, yeah, we just put it together, put it on TikTok. You know, it is what it is. Well, they did release a segment on Twitter from their podcast about, you know, yesterday or two days ago, where they're saying, you know, Georgia fans, they want, they want us to acknowledge Sanford Stadium as some loud stadium, this, that, and other. They even put us in their hype video. Like, number, I mean, that hype video had nothing to do with it, not even a little bit. Like, but that, I mean, that's how arrogant they are. They think, like, oh, they, they put us in the hype video, so it must be important. Like, no, you just said some dumb stuff. It was proven extremely wrong, and so you got flamed for it. Like, stand in the paint if you're going to say something. If we had <laughs> lost last year, there would easily be clips of all three of us in other people's videos. Yeah, which it's is fine. Yeah, which is fine. That's going to happen. And the, But the part that got me was, so, you know, obviously, you're scrolling on Twitter. You see a video of a podcast just trashing Georgia fans for no reason. Unprovoked, completely unprovoked. They, I mean, they probably haven't talked to Georgia fans since the season ended. They actually asked for it. Yes, they, they actually, asked for yeah, it. Yeah, that's what – yeah. <laughs> so then you go to the comment section, and you got Brandon Walker in there saying, why are Georgia fans so insecure in my mentions all the time, blah, blah, blah. Like, bro, you have no idea why Georgia fans are in your mentions. You tweeted at us unprovoked, completely unprovoked, but we're the ones that's insecure. When you have to continually talk about how quiet our stadium has been, since, even though you haven't been there in five years. You were saying the swamp is louder than our stadium. Have you been to the swamp since Tebow was there? Clearly not. That stadium is useless now. They're terrible at home. So, miss me with the swamp. That's how you know a situation's bad when you're talking about the swamp. Yeah, the the part where he's just you know you know why George fans so sensitive, dude. You asked for this physically asked. If for you this. just want off season content, like which I completely respect. Uh, yeah, say, I mean, I get you it. just say that. You know, we're just, you know, it's the off season. You know, we need something to talk about. Just don't don't start clutching your pearls and saying, oh, why, right. why is this happening? Like, yeah. You asked for it. But we, uh, we were asking why Tennessee fans were on our live stream during that Tennessee week. We knew why they were there. We were absolutely trashing them. We were trashing Like, they needed to come defend themselves. That makes complete sense. But don't act like you're some just 
on a pedestal or, oh, what? Oh, right. All these Georgia fans are in my mansions. Why? Freaking idiot. I mean, uh, but yeah, Josh Pate, per, uh, Josh Pate, per usual, uh, put it best uh, out of anybody, uh, has the most reasonable opinion. He said, yeah, it used to not be that great. You know, it used to be a sweater vest convention. And, uh, you know, there's an argument for that. I think there were a few moments uh, where Sanford really stood out, but it definitely wasn't consistent like that. Uh, but, he, you know, he said, you know, it kind of changed under Kirby Smart and kind of took on that Kirby Smart identity. And since yeah. then, it's been elite. And, you know, I'm glad he brought up Arkansas in 21, too, because that's another one that people often overlook. They always point to Tennessee, but Arkansas in 21 was insane, especially for a noon game. 12 o'clock, yeah. Yeah. Um, that game, I was there. Uh, it, it was very loud. Arkansas had three false starts on the first drive. I mean, they could not do anything. And uh, it's it's just, if you haven't been in a while, go to a game. You know, it's it's yeah. fine if you haven't been in a while, but don't, don't make some assumption based off of something from five years ago. What's nuts also is, like, Bro, people say like I saw a bunch of people saying Williams Bryce is way better in the comments. Like, we had that place cleared out at halftime, dude. I was there. I saw the sandstorm before. It was cool. It died in like ten seconds. <laughs> like, dude, uh, half that stadium was cleared out. Like, and one, that's a big game. You're playing the number one team in the country. Like, yeah. I get it's not a close game, but like, you got to stay past halftime. The one that's making me laugh is is. All of a sudden, LSU fans saw a tweet that I mentioned them where I acknowledged their stadium as being elite, but then posted the Arkansas. I said, this is what separates Sanford Stadium. They're like, it don't matter what time of day, Tiger Stadium's rocking. Yo, Tennessee brought, you know, 25% capacity to place last year and had y'all run out by halftime. Yeah. Sanford Stadium's never been cleared to half. Let me tell you that right now. Um, but here's, here's another something that I don't think anyone's mentioned. I think that Georgia – is probably, you know, out of the premier programs, let's say there's, a, you know, 10, 12 premier programs right now in college football. We have had by far the most underwhelming home games in the last 10 years. Like, I can count on my hand great home games. You have LSU, you have Notre Dame, you have Arkansas, you have Tennessee. That's pretty much the only four. And I can tell you why. Why? Dude, nobody wants to come in there and play. Well, they don't choose the schedule. I mean, like, on, even the SEC games. Like, we, there has been no marquee game. We had the Alabama game that we lost. All right, there's the five. Stanford has not had very many marquee games at home. I don't know what it is. We had some home-at-home schedule. We had Clemson at home, too. They're sick. I'm thinking of more as we go. That's that's it. Y'all remember any more since 2010? Well, no, I, I think a large bad. part of it too. I think if Florida was a home and home, it would no be doubt too. that hurts bad. That hurts. Yeah, bad. and that's that's been our biggest competition. And see, know, Florida has LSU every year. You know, we have Auburn yeah. every year. Auburn has fell off hard. Um, we made the Auburn game great during the blackout, but you know, Auburn, Auburn has beat Georgia. In, Auburn has beat Georgia in, in the state of Georgia since 2005. Yeah, and Auburn. Right now, Auburn is like one of the most forgettable teams in the SEC. So it's not like they're bringing a bunch of electricity when they come to town at this point. Like, we have not had many marquee home games in the last 10 years. Probably the least amount of any marquee team in the country. I don't know what it is. I don't know. And everybody complains about our schedule, this, that, and other. That's fine. But SEC could throw us a bone and maybe give us an LSU at home. You know, maybe give us a BAM at home again. 
We had A&M yeah, at home. Yeah. And it we got Ole Miss this year, and they should be decent, but they're no guarantee to be. Or just give us a you know, night game. Yeah. Every now and then. <laughs> yeah, I don't – time of day is whatever. They can't control that, but give us some good games. And they canceled Oklahoma home at home. Um, I think we have – I was so excited. Later on in the year, like – or later on in the decade. But, yeah, Sanford Stadium's not going to look great. We're playing freaking UAB, you know, at home, and that's what we have. No offense, UAB, but we need some. We need some legit games. We saw it when Notre Dame came to town. That place was buzzing. Like, no, no, no stadium in the country is buzzing when an SCS team comes to town or when they're playing the worst team in the conference. I can promise you that. I, uh, I have a, uh, I have an actual just like thousand IQ take. I'm gonna wait. To, I'm gonna uncork this a little closer to the season too. But like, I kind of still wish Oklahoma was on the schedule. Number one, because it's more entertaining, and number two, because I think Georgia is more likely to lose if they don't have Oklahoma on the schedule. Because that makes me think that they could fall asleep at the wheel. Like the Missouri game last year. Like if it's just too easy and you just start going through the motions, I think something like going to going to Norman early in the year will get the juices flowing. But I would love. I don't know. I would love to play them, but I will say I don't think that in Kirby Smart's culture, that that's even possible at this point. Like, Well, we did. Maybe. I, mean, I guess we'll, yeah, see, we'll but see this year. Missouri played well in that game. It wasn't like that they just, like, play like crap. Like, we fumbled. But still, the they, had no, they had no business being in that They did have that's no business point. being in that game. But we turned the ball over, like, the first three possessions inside the 15. Yeah, but we're going 7-5 and five this year, guys. So, <laughs> Griff. Griff says it's impossible, even though it happened last year. That, that's the kind of blinders Griff puts on somehow. Like it's just it's not going to happen is all I'm saying. Um, I, but the thing about that video, the clip that Unnecessary Roughness posted, that got me the most was Casey acting like she was the only one in the video. They're like, they made a hype video with me in it. Like, no, you were the last clip of, of like multiple nine other people in the video. I can't name half the people who are in that video. Like, I have no she, idea. No, me neither. She, the first also, guy I knew who is. she also moved the goalpost so much when she was talking about the video, which they didn't tag us or anything, by the way, or like, no. you know, mention who Because if anyone about. actually sees the video they're referring to, they're like, this This is the nothing yeah. burger. Like, well, this, I mean, this is not about you at all. What's crazy is, like, why did they ask who made the video if they weren't going to, like, be like, oh, yeah, Backstreet Boys made this video? I don't know. Just take, like, just take such great offense to it. Like, and, but, like, dude, she, (laughs) she also moved the goalposts so much. She was like, Georgia fans were all over me because I said Sanford Stadium was quiet. I was doing a hype video. Like, no. You, that's not even what you said in the clip on our video. You literally you said, said you didn't see him and Hooker fall. You were just wrong. Yeah, you, you were just wrong. That's that's what we were doing in the video. Like you completely missed the point. Like you, of the video. Yeah, now here's how here's how her her reasoning went. She said, "I say a lot of stupid stuff." Uh, so it's like, all right, since I say a lot of stupid stuff, you can't hold it against me. Like, no, woman, I can't. And you said some really dumb stuff. I just don't see how. I just don't see the, the stadium affecting Hinton Hooker and him just falling apart all of a sudden. Well, seven sacks later, there's Hinton Hooker laying no on the ground. No touchdowns thrown. Yeah. So, whatever. I, mean, it's, it's, I just think it's not hard to say, yeah, I was wrong. You know, but, so the fact, but the fact that a video that I made when I was just sitting on a couch at home has turned into segments from Unnecessary Roughness, Josh Pate, everyone on Twitter arguing about Sanford Stadium is hilarious. That's actually hilarious. Yeah. That's college football. 
<laughs> with the Metro booming in the background. Yes. All <laughs> right. the video, check it out. I'll hype you up. I have to absolutely – I have to bring this up. I don't want to talk about this for long. So Bill Connolly of ESPN, not quite sure who he is. He named his top 14 quarterbacks of the 2000s. Uh, well, I think he yeah, had like 100, and somebody released the top 14 then. Yeah, it, it was like 75. I don't need to read the rest after seeing this. I can promise you that. <laughs> uh, number one, Baker Mayfield. You're already wrong. Sorry. The, the, the list that does not begin with Cam Newton is wrong. I'm sorry. Wrong. Like, we don't even like Auburn. You're just wrong. I think there's about like three or four quarterbacks that could go over. You could, you could have an Only there's four? arguments. There's Actually, arguments. Oh, yeah, for real. Like, like Cam Baker Newton Mayfield is the answer. Win a playoff game. Cam Newton is the answer, but there's arguments against him, and it's not Baker Mayfield. Let me tell you that right now. <laughs> Keep going. My list, if you're making a list, it, it, it has to begin with Cam Newton. The next two probably have to be Joe Burrow and Tim Tebow for me to even continue reading. I'm fine with yeah. either of those. If you want to yeah. switch those up, I can hear arguments for that. But anyways, it goes <laughs> Baker, Cam Newton, Vince Young, Tebow, Burrow at five, Deshaun Watson, Kyler Murray. This guy's got to be an Oklahoma fan. That Lamar Jackson to. behind Kyler, which is nuts. Uh, Mariota, RG3, Trevor Lawrence, Colt McCoy, Johnny Menzel at 13, and then Kellen Moore at 14. Johnny, Johnny was, Mandel behind Colt McCoy is insane. What's the criteria? Because it's it's clearly it's clearly not talent. So <laughs> if we're talking about so bad. if we're talking about accomplishments, why is Baker Mayfield first? Right. Yeah, I don't know. There's what if, what if any of those guys done championships that Stetson Bennett hasn't done? I agree with the Stetson part, too. It's not even that Stetson thing at that point. This is just bad. I don't know what his criteria is. But right. Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray being on this list is bad to me. Well, he was pretty electric in college. He was an one overall I put, I put, I put Bryce Young over Kyler Murray, dude. Yeah, no doubt. Bryce Young belongs on this list. If you're talking about best quarterbacks, like just best, yes, Bryce Young's on that list. Also, Mariota below Kyler Murray is crazy. Mariota was nuts in college. Nuts. I just Johnny Menzel at thirteen two also is disgusting. And he at least won just, a playoff game. If we're going to talk about like most talented, like I said, we're starting with Cam Newton. Like, I, I, if we're talking about talented best, I, I saw something the other day. There was one offensive lineman, and other than that, nobody on that offense that Cam Newton won a title with oh, took a snap in the NFL. He's the best college football player I've personally ever watched. Ever. Yeah, no uh, like, let, let's get serious here for a second. Like, Baker Bayfield at one is just insane. insane. I, it, it, like I said, if it's accomplishments-based, Stetson Bennett won two titles. So I got a question for y'all, okay. and this can be answered quick. Um, when we see the success that Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson have had in the NFL, like to the levels that they've had it, where there is a real argument they're the first and second best receiver in the NFL – does it slightly diminish what Joe Burrow did? No. Nah. I think it's I think it's just one of those things where it all came it all came together. But Burrow was just so like some of the throws he made were so stupid that you're like no oh, Burrow against us in the SEC. One hundred percent one of the best. It, but I you're going to Jamar Chase about... and Justin Jefferson in college. That's not fair. It, maybe if Burrow wasn't as good in the NFL because Joe Burrow was very good. Right. Like, like, no, I don't understand no. what you're saying, but I, I would I would say no. I think it just happened to be like just such a great conversion of talent. I mean, the next year, Coach O got fired, and they went like what six yeah. and seven, or whatever COVID it would have been like five and five, whatever. I think a lot of it too is like, dude, Joe Burrow just had the most swagger of, like, I mean, it was just nuts. Like, dude was just elite. You fan, you're a Joe Burrow fan, but I think I think Joe Burrow also had like a yeah he, he had an aura that he brought with him. Like he 
you know, I think he like, I think that team kind of went as he went and the fact that he never wavered and never looked shook. Like, I think that, I think that was a big part of it. That's something you just can't, you can't quantify. I think he commanded that locker room too. Like, I think everyone just did whatever he said. If you listen to anybody on that team, they that's are, crazy. Like, yeah. That's kind anyone of what did whatever he said. You know, that's what I mean. crazy. I don't mean that literally, bro. Yeah, but that doesn't happen in sports. That, 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 that you don't just like somebody says this. Oh, yeah, let's go do it. Like that don't happen. <laughs> they don't happen. I think those I guys think are all dogs. You think like, Jamar Chase out there? Yeah, they I think all they're respect all Joe Burrow and love Joe Burrow, but like. Jamar Chase is out there just beat the guy in front of him because he's better than him. <laughs> he ain't doing it because Joe Burrow told him to do it. <laughs> he's doing it because he knows he's the best receiver on the field. That's not what I meant by that, but, yeah. Regardless, yeah. I, if, if you have Baker Mayfield ahead of Cam Newton in any type of ranking of all time ever, you should <laughs> yeah, probably go terrible. see a doctor. That's terrible. <laughs> that's terrible. That is terrible. All right, let's <sighs> get the tears. Let's do some tearing. All right, so let's uh, – we got the Athens bars on here. Which is uh, it's going to be an interesting one because I got we got a lot of different varieties on here. I think I covered most of the most of the important ones. So yeah, I ain't gonna lie. This is this is gonna be more Griffin and Jake. I'm kind of out of my element here. There's probably half the guys <laughs> It's I mean it's pretty much all the same. It's most of them are the same. Um, we could start out. Let's go ahead. Let's pay homage to the boys. Bar South S tier. Yeah, Bar South S tier. Shout right, out yeah. Bar South. Shout out Barca. Those are guys. They've well, been hosted us many we, times. We had talked about uh, has pool tables um, tier. Yes. And they I'm going to leave them in S, but we can do has pool tables. <laughs> <laughs> Having pool – dude, for those of y'all who didn't come to the get-togethers that we had, um, we were playing pool very casually. I'm not good at pool. Griffin's not good at pool. Nobody here is good at pool. Um <laughs> But we were playing, like, my wife was playing, Griffin's girlfriend was playing, Jake's girlfriend was playing. Like, we were just having a good time. Well, this one guy comes, and there's three tables at Barca. Keep in mind, three <laughs> tables. Like, clearly we're having, like, we're having fun on this table. This guy comes over and like, hey, can I, get next? can I get next? I was like, yeah, sure, dude. Bring it. We were playing doubles, too. Saying this guy wants next by himself. Well, ends up, he want, I, he's playing next, and I'm like, well, we're playing doubles. He's like, oh, I'll, I'll just play singles. I was like, screw it, dude, I'll play you, whatever. This man breaks out a glove. He breaks out two of his own pool sticks. Yeah, he's there all the time. One for breaking and then one for playing. And I was like, well, dude, I mean, I guess you're on the table now. Like, (laughs) there's two other tables you could have went to with hardly anyone here. But whatever. I freaking – I tried to hand him the pool cue when I got done playing with you. And he was like, oh, like, I got my – like, do you want me to use a house cue? I was like – Oh my god! I I didn't know people <laughs> brought their own pool cues to freaking Bar South. <laughs> anyway, shout out Bar South. That's cute. All right, uh, I think we got our first hell submission. Seventeen eighty five is uh, that one might be mega hell. I hate that place. <laughs> it's always so hot. There's okay. always some kind of like fight or altercation. Somebody getting stabbed or something. Me it's and the old Carl if you haven't been to Athens in a while. I'll bump 1785 up to C because they have karaoke on Sundays. All right. I, I can live with that. I can, that's a compromise. The, the karaoke on Sunday is kind of elite. It was elite because there's baseball, not that many baseball people we're done on there. the weekends. Like, we play on the weekend Sunday, and then Monday we're off. So, like, Sunday was a good day to go out and 
hang out. And 1785 was open and had karaoke. So naturally, that's where we ended up. Yeah, uh, real quick, too. I'm going to call an audible here. Uh, it looks like I accidentally left off Bourbon Street. I could have swore I had it in here. Uh, but this is Nowhere Bar, and that place is like kind of irrelevant. I'd probably put it in L anyways, but we're all good with Bourbon Street Hell, right? Are we going to pay like a little homage here for some freshman year yeah. memories or what? Yeah, yeah. nah, yeah. Bourbon can go there. I mean, it's not. <laughs> It smelled horrible in there. <laughs> that um, place was nuts, man. I saw Jacob Eason every other day in there. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jens is S. Jens is S? I, I can well, it has that. pool tables. That. that is true. I, I feel like it's it going to turn tables, into a de facto way. It just is. It's yeah. yeah, it has pool tables. Who else has pool tables? All good. Um, I think all good could – oh, I could put them in S, but I'll put pool tables. Their drinks are a little well, expensive. They are expensive. Where's uh? Um, I do love. Where's Cutters? Love Cutters is up here. Cutters is another absolute classic. Yeah. Does it have pool tables? Yep. Sure does. Silver Dollar has. Pool oh, in the back, it does have pool tables. <laughs> we might not be able to do this. No. I was gonna say we bump, can, uh, bump Cutters to S tier because the night I got engaged, they had one dollar. It happened to be Thursday, and they had one dollar drink. So I open a tab. There's like me and you know Griffin, Griffin, and two of our friends helped set this whole thing up for a whole week. So I'm like, we're going out, like, on me. I opened a tab. Everybody, There's like nine of us there drinking. So I get done. I, I go to the tab to close it. And I'm like, this is about to hurt. They're like, nah, you know, 60 bucks. I was like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's huge. That is huge. So they had S tier for that. Um, Silver Dollar. I, I don't know if they belong with, with all good gins, though. I'm gonna be honest. Exactly. With you. See, that's why. Can we, can we get a Can we get a too crowded at all times tier or something? <laughs> yes, that should be one. And, and what's the one Let's, on the corner by freaking sand? That one belongs in, in the too crowded at all times. Oh, cloud! I was putting cloud now. I hate that place. <laughs> no, it was. It's not cloud. What's the one on the corner? Um, that's silver. Silver. Yeah. That is, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah yeah yeah. That is silver. Silver's too crowded at all times. Um, I'm gonna put him in B. I'll put it in, I'm going to make this one the two crowded tier. <laughs> well, sand, sandbar belongs in there, too. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I would honestly put sand lower. I don't know yeah, if it needs to be it's... slumming down with 1785. <laughs> too crowded and too hot, both of them. Oh, my God. Maybe we could throw 1785 in there, too. I don't know. We're getting a little too, too hyper-specific here. Um, Polly's is, is asking I, here, I, I wanted to push back on this for a second. We got to evaluate it as a bar and not as a restaurant. Are you True. thinking about the food? Honestly, I've never ate the food in college. I really? kind of, I kind of don't like to hang there. I, I would probably, I would probably put it in A. But that's fine. I won't, I won't. Yeah, I won't disagree. This, but... If I'm going downtown, which I, I don't love to do to start with, because it's all too crowded for me. But Polly's is the one place where I can actually hear the person across from me talk. So that's why that I is true. Polly's. I don't I don't And they dislike. have huge TVs in there. <laughs> I don't dislike it, but uh, it definitely it definitely is much better as a restaurant if you're there like having a meal, at least in my opinion. I don't think I've ever ate there as a restaurant. Uh, Boar's uh, Head, I'm, 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 I'm voting Boar's Head for uh, S tier. They do have pool tables as well. Yeah, I like Boar's. They have pool. Bro, every bar has pool tables. We might just want to like get rid of that too. All the good ones. Nah, I think it makes sense. Okay. We'll I see. I think Bar South well, and well, Cutters is slightly ahead of us too. I would put I would put Boar's Head and S, but I'm down for has pool tables. 
I think it's well, uh, I think it's has pool tables. I don't know if it's elite as as bar south or uh, that's true. Yeah, that's that's what be. I'm saying. Like these bars yeah. are elite and has pool tables, but they're not S tier. So I think this I think this works out well. But boar boar is cool. It's I like the outside aspect of boars. What do we have on Dooley's? I haven't been there. It's a new one, right? Uh, yeah, Dooley's is solid. I like it. I've, it does have pool tables. <laughs> I've never been there. <laughs> for like our aspect of Dooley's, but the food was good. It's a restaurant too. I like the upstairs. It's usually a little too hot. I think they're going to figure that out. Um, I will give it an A though. I, I, I do enjoy it. I've been there right, three yeah, or four times. It's a sick name too. What is it? It is a little, it, it is a little pricey. It does, but it, nobody goes there to play pool. They have one. Uh, yeah. Ah, so hey, actually they have a table. Yeah. We're, lying, we're right on Jake here. Uh, what on earth is Walker's Pub? Uh, I was gonna put it in hell. It's like that coffee place that's below blue sky. I've never been. <laughs> I've never even I'm, heard of it. Bro, I went there the other night <laughs> because I was hanging out with one of my friends and her boyfriend, and um, we were gonna go to All Good, and it was packed. It was on graduation weekend, and we were like, "Where can we go where we can just like go sit down?" And Walkers. That's where we ended up. How <laughs> was it? It's fine. It's just chill. Like it's people literally go there to study during the day. Like it's a coffee shop. Yeah, it is like normally. It's like half of a coffee shop and half of a bar, which I can kind of respect the versatility. Yeah, I, but I'm, I like I've that. never been. I like the versatility. Griff, you rank this one stupid there. I I put it in C. I don't okay. think it's worthy. Wow. Either. So it's that's kind of where I was. That's kind of where I was leaning. Uh, yeah. What's the one as looks a, like as a bar, as a bar, I put it in C. But they apparently they have some pretty cool like coffee, like alcohol drinks and stuff. So for that aspect of it and it being a little different, I think it doesn't deserve to be in hell. What other ones do I recognize here? I think so. Double barrel. Double barrel. I, that that can go in hell. Uh, it's, <laughs> I, I might I yeah. might keep it out for the memories, but that one can go. What about nineties? I like not. I hey, you got to be in the right. You got to be in the right mood. You got to be feeling like a little yeah. sing along type. I'm stuff not about nineties. You do. For those I of you don't know like nineties are. It's a silent disco, right? No. Nah. No. Which, which one's a silent disco? I have no idea. I don't think it may not be. It may not be. Nineties plays good music though. A lot of good music. I think it's. I think it's a B. I. I, I don't know if I put it above silver. Might have to move up too crowded tier. I don't know. Yeah, move up too crowded above B. But I think I could put it in B now. I think that yeah, would be right. right. I'm works. down with that. Uh, this is Blue Sky. I do enjoy Blue Sky. That's it, definitely like an older crowd. Like no, this, I, you know, do, I like Blue Sky. I like Blue Sky. Um, they got the patio. It's usually never like insanely rowdy. I put that what? in A. What's, what I should can, we have? Like should we have a game day environment tier? Like what's the best ones in game day environment? I, th- I think that would just be Paloma by itself. Maybe like Mags, but I was gonna put Mags in A or S. I like Mags. I like Mags. I haven't been there in a while. I don't even know if people they have pool tables. Don't they? They do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, Mags. <laughs> um, I think Paloma, like where are y'all putting that? Because they were willing I to could, work with us. I think I could put it in a I could put it in ARS, but the thing is, if we're gonna do the polys treatment when you can't consider the food, we gotta do it for them too. I think Paloma's just a sick spot in general without the food. I do agree. I like the patio and everything. I, I'm willing to say yes. The owner, the owner is a cool guy. He was he was kind of about the whole game day vibe of, of like all sports. So that might be a place where you go hang out and watch a game. Let's see. Uh, 
Rowdy Goose. Uh, by the way, it's not Rowdy Goose anymore. They've changed it again. It's a board. Uh, Slushy Merchants. Never heard of it. It's it's old. Uh, what was it? What was the other, what was the last one called? Uh, Hunter Proof. It's old Hunter Proof. Ah, I got gotcha. you. I don't know. I don't think I've ever been there. I've only been in. I only went in Hunter Proof like once. What's this? What's this? One of the fat guys' logo. That's Buddha. <laughs> How is it? That's literally Buddha. Is it any good? No. <laughs> I'm, I'm not allowed. I'm technically not allowed back there, so we're putting in an L. <laughs> <laughs> You're not allowed at Buddha. I'm sure they've forgotten by now. Slushy merchants. That's funny. All right, y'all are going in hell. Centro, I like Centro. Uh, that might be in too crowded tier, though. Yes, Centro I've been there one time, and it was. I, I didn't stay it's, long. It's seen a revival, man. Nobody used to go. Like I, yeah. I know a lot of bartenders. Centro used to, is I going used to always go, but I, I like it, though. It's not when there's like 100,000 people there, but, you know. Uh, Clark's, bring, bring your damn food back tier. Yeah, for real. They had good food. Um, I might put them in hell now. I mean, that, there's no reason to go to Clark's anymore. <laughs> now they just got expensive drinks and no food. <laughs> that's, fine. that's fine. I don't care. I don't think I, I don't have an opinion on Clark's. Cloud, I'd put them in. I, I, I'd put them in B. I might, I might put, I'm, you want Clark's in B? Yeah, I'll tell you why. You put ESP, them up to B? Yeah, listen, listen. ESP every year after we do our gala, like our big gala in February – we always have our after party at Clark's. So I have a lot of good times in Clark's. That's fair. And they always do they always do percentage nights for ESP. So I respect them a lot. All right. All right. All right. Yeah, that, that I'm plays, down with the rationale. We, we need to plays. fill up B a little bit as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're even right now. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Directly <laughs> to hell. <laughs> Cloud. I don't think I've ever seen I've, anything in there. Are y'all fine with Cloud and hell? Yes. 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 <laughs> all right, let's talk about one that's near and dear to all of our hearts. The Saki Mama. Oh, Saki Mama. Saki Mama. There for you and nobody else is here. Do we. It's Saki definitely Mama. not too crowded. Saki Mama was, was one of the funniest nights I ever had in college. I think. I, I wasn't even in college. I think A for Saki Mama. That, that Saki Mama. The, I can't. I think it's B. It's kind of like 90s. It's like a gimmick place, you know? Okay. Like you get, I respect that. It's yeah, a, yeah. They got one thing that they do, and they do it well. Like 90s, they got the 90s music. Like, it's better than Sandbar, though. Yeah, I, honestly, I was going to put Sand in hell. <laughs> but Yeah, Sand is way we'll, too high. That's the let's problem. Let's get them on the board, and we can adjust. We'll keep that. Keep a pin in that, because I'm down to put right. Sand down as well. Um... Uh, um City bar, I like city. Okay, yeah, uh, I like city. It's pretty solid. I think it's a B too. I think it's yeah, a, it's a, it's a, a good spot. Song. I won't. I won't complain about if, we, if we're hauling over there. It's also shout out, Co- shout out Coach Guy. Shout out Coach Guy. He loved him from City Bar. <laughs> what What are we gonna do about Double Barrel? Hell, I don't know if I've ever been. Chris <laughs> says hell. I, I'm down with hell. It's 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 time. <laughs> uh, warehouse. Man. This one is uh, no bottom. This one's held. Bottom. <laughs> you you want to know why? You want to know why? This oh, is a yeah. story. All right. So, like I said, Sundays 
We're going downtown after the baseball series. I'm not even playing anymore. I'm just working out there in 2021. I'm just staying. I'm at Georgia. I'm throwing on the field, working out there. And then when they go out, I'd usually go out with them every now and then. Um, well, dude, every time we went in 1785, there was this little guy. He was he was short. He was a short guy. And he would always find me for no reason, dude. I'm, tell, I'm talking completely unprovoked. I, I would avoid him. He would come up and just start, you know, talking, like trying to arise a reaction out of it all the time. And like I almost snapped like the third time this happened. And and then he gets all mad after it was like about time to snap. And he says, well, you never come to warehouse. I was like, dude, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> and he's like, and he apparently he worked there. Like he was one of the main guys. So warehouse belongs down the bottom. That's what's what crazy, so too, is that place about, is always so dead unless they have a concert and they never have concerts. What was so funny about that, like, whole scenario was, like, this dude did find you multiple times. Dude, at least three times. Three separate occasions. Like, three separate nights. And he would come up and, and just try to start something. I'm like, and like, I don't know what your problem is. There's, there's just no way this dude had any recollection of any of the previous nights, though, on, like, <laughs> the second and third night. That he did it. There's no way. I don't know what his deal was, but he works at warehouse, so. And I'm never allowed there, apparently. Well, you know what? Just it was already going in hell. It's it's in super hell now. I would I would respect it a little bit more, honestly, if he like did remember the like. I the think, rea- dude, he had to. He would literally find me. And he like, but but I think it was coincidence. Like I, I actually do. No, dude, I don't think it was. Oh, Georgia Theater Rooftop. This one's an interesting one. I think it's a little too expensive. Sometimes the bartender's got attitude, but it is a cool spot. <laughs> I'd put it in B. I think you can go with B. It's a it's kind of gimmicky too, you know. It's I think it's a niche. I think I think B is kind of like yeah. the niche category. Yeah. I think I think what we've shelled out B as is we got like niche bars and like yeah, like niche bars and like two like solid. Like Clarkson City are solid. You yeah. can't put them in C. They're not worthy. You know, they're not they're not that bad to be in see uh moonshine bar a, a close cousin of james yeah i think i thought it was I okay it might be, i think it's actually closed i'm not sure but no i think it's like doing renovations or something like that i'm not sure i know a couple people that work there i always have a good time when i go but i understand I, it's everybody. I think it's a b i put it it's another game you know yeah yeah i think it's solid cool all right now here comes the most controversial Ranking on this entire list. Where are we going to put Roadhouse? <laughs> I've never been there. There's the ultimate oh, townie bar. Imagine townie bar, true and through. Let me let me try to describe this to you, and you tell us where you'd put it. Imagine all of the trashiest trailer park people you can find in Ringgold gathered at a place in Athens. And wow. Stetson, he was there all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think because he knew nobody would bother him there. So it's like a, it's like a like a Happy Gilmore bar, like like Brett Musburger on the mic saying, "We got a very financially diverse crowd." Yeah, today. exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, sounds like my kind of place. <laughs> it's 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 very hit or miss. By the way, the drinks are awful. I do have to preface it with that. The drinks are so bad. <laughs> I, it's got a little bit of charm, though. Like I, I can't like it is. It's it's right next to Little Italy. If you're wondering where it's at, it's Let's it does have C. a little bit of charm. Let's go see. I think, C. I think, I think C's the, there. 
I think the name alone kind of puts it in C. That is, sick name. is a sick name for a bar. It is tiny too. That don't, that is another thing that is not great about it. It is very tiny. So um, tra- it's not too crowded. Park people, There's nobody there. That's hilarious. Mega mega towny bar. It's hilarious. Dude, All right, Woodford. Last but not least, Woodford. I just I'm not a Woodford guy personally. I feel like they're always having too many like sorority and fraternity events. I, I feel like nobody really goes there anymore. I don't even know what it is. I'd put it in B or C. I don't know if it should be slumming it down with these three. I'll put it, it in B. B, B. It's a nice place. Yeah, it's, it's not bad. I just don't really go, yeah. Let's All right, so, here. yeah, let's evaluate. I think Mag's definitely elevated Elevated A. All good. Gins, Boars, I think those all belong up there. Yeah. Polly's, Dooley's, and Blue Sky, I'd put all those in A. Not as good as the ones above them, but good bars. Silver Sand and Centro. Okay, I'm down to move Sandbar down out of too crowded. It is too crowded. But the other two deserve to be above the Bs, and I think Sand should be down. We should have had a fresh. Know. We should have had a freshman bar tier. <clears throat> yeah, that was actually a huge miss by us. I might go back and uh, I might go back and rework that when we're done. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I went to Sand as a freshman pretty much every time. That's the only one I knew. So it's always, it's always that's another place that we should have done too hot instead of too crowded tier because that about half the bar. That place is hot. There. If you go downstairs, you're, you're literally Centro is hot too. That kind yes. of is. Dude, if you go to the upstairs at Silver, I used to go up there all the time with somebody whose name I won't mention on this show anymore. Um, but, oh, my God, dude, that place is 150 degrees at the very top. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I, th- I think we nailed it here. I think this is a, I think this is a definitive list. Yeah. I think this is pretty solid. Yeah. Hey, good with me if it's good with y'all. Y'all know better than me. I think that <laughs> the only people who will disagree with it is people who aren't our age, people who are younger than us. Yeah, which, you know, and then like two years later, that wow, those guys were so right. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the show for today, folks. I uh, appreciate you guys listening. Hope everybody has a good week. We'll be back next week. we got a lot of big stuff planned for the offseason as we roll into football. It's finally coming around the corner. We're less than 100 days out. So it's time to get your mind right, time to start diving in, and we got all the answers for you. Follow us on Twitter, Insta, and TikTok. Everybody have a good week. Go dogs.